Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Welcome to one more edition of Politics and Rana McBerto is your host. Thank you so kindly for being with us. You know, we just had a great win in Georgia, but that didn't happen by magic. That didn't happen because, you know, oh, it was Donald Trump that, you know, a lot of people out there are trying to say Donald Trump was a bad guy. And because he was a bad guy, his people didn't show up. And that's not the case. The case is a hell of a lot of people did a hell of a lot of work. They were on the ground and we had people from all faiths, all religions, all ethnicities. They were out there in Georgia doing their stuff. And today I'm honored to have two of the people of organizations that were out there doing real work, the people that made it happen. Patrick Carolyn and Tanya K. Robinson, thank you so kindly for appearing on Politics Done Right. Uh, Ladies first, Tanya, how are you doing today? I am doing well. This is the first full week of a new administration, and um, I coming off a high. Definitely well, feeling that, great. That is great. I know you're feeling great, especially I think you are from Georgia. Is that correct? I am. I am. I live in the metro Atlanta area, so we were on the ground and doing a lot of the work. So, so. this this election of the first black senator and the first Jewish senator materially, you actually materially can assimilate that. Yes, yes. I, I, I bubbled in the name. So bubble in the name. <laughs> yes, and of definitely. course, and of course, we're here with my good friend who is with who is a damn good friend of politics done right. A guy that I really love works hard in the movement. Patrick, what's up? Hey, how are you today, brother? It's good to see you. Great seeing you too, man. Great seeing you too. I'm glad for all the work you guys are doing. You guys made you guys made everything politics done right's been saying for, for years actually materialize so thank you for what you guys are did out thank there you. And, you know let me just say um because i know you uh, uh interviewed my son recently my yes myself and my son and my son lives in savannah and so he had called me on the night of the uh, georgia election to say how excited he was that a black man who was from savannah was elected to the u.s senate it said you know it gives him hope that that there's possibilities for him going forward, not necessarily to run for senator or anything like that, but just for whatever. That a poor a person who grew up poor black person in, in Savannah was able to win the election, and then my daughter, who's black and lives in Charleston, get, had uh, had the same conversation with her after the presidential election about how excited she was that a black woman was going to be the vice president and what that meant for her. Yeah, I mean, things are things are genuinely changing. And, you know, a lot of the pushback that we're seeing January 6th, all that kind of stuff, it's it's sort of the last grasp of 
uh, white supremacy, the last grasp of all these, the negativity that, you know, that we had from the formation of this country. And it's a good thing. You have good people like Patrick, good people like Tanya out there making it happen. So, I mean, I love it. Anyhow, you guys work together in Georgia. So, Patrick, tell me a little bit about how you all got together. So I was, as you know, I was part of the uh, Catholics for Biden campaign, and we had um, organized uh, a lot of Catholics around the country and states. Um, we didn't organize in Georgia, though. Um, we really, um, though my other organization, Both Common Good, did do some work in Georgia during the campaign. But for Catholics, we kind of left Georgia alone. We were more focused on states like Pennsylvania and Michigan, Wisconsin, Ohio, states like that, that there was a heavy a uh, large white Catholic population in those states. So after the election, a small group of us started talking and we decided we needed to stay together for the future. You know, we can't wait for till three months before an election to start trying to organize Catholics. We gotta start now organizing for 2022. And then we just had a conversation one, one day and we said, well, what about Georgia? And none of us really, you know, had a connection I did for my son, but not real connections to political people or a large Catholic uh, group in Georgia that we could reach out to. So we sent a simple email out to folks who had signed up for Catholics for Biden. And we said, we're gonna do a call on Tuesday night if anybody's interested in getting together and organizing um, Catholics in Georgia. And we got about 40 people on that call. The first shot, 40, that yeah. is great. Yeah. That is and great. we just kept going for five weeks um, we had no money, um, you know, we weren't there, so we couldn't do the work. We just kind of helped organize the folks like Tanya and others who did the work. Um, and for five weeks, we, we met every week. We talked, our group grew. At one point, a group from the CME church joined us and they said, we want to work with you all. We've heard what you're doing and we want to work with y'all. So it became Catholics and CMEs working together, um, did some really exciting stuff. And I'll let Tanya talk more about that. Um, um, but we did some really exciting things. And for me the most, I mean, other than the most exciting thing was obviously winning the Georgia election. The second most exciting thing, and I'll let Tanya take it from here, was this group in Georgia has now decided to stay together and create a Georgia Catholic for Common Good organization to go forward. And so I'll-, I'll So Tanya, tell me, uh, tell me a little bit about, first of all, what you thought about uh, meeting these guys from the Northeast that are going to, these Catholics from the Northeast <laughs> that are going to be coming down here to the South to, to kind of, uh, you know, be a part of the team that's going to bring it home. Tell us a little bit about first about how you guys met and what you thought about meeting the very first time. Certainly. Well, I was very excited. I'm actually originally from the Northeast. I'm a New Yorker, if you can't hear the accent. <laughs> So, oh, yeah. well, you know, you don't, don't know these days where anybody's from. But I've been in Atlanta for over 20 years. I, I came directly out of school, Syracuse University, moved here right out of college. And so I've been here a long time. And so definitely seen a lot of the changes that have happened. And actually, for me, uh, getting involved with the group was actually kind of through the CME group, even though I am Catholic. Um, I, uh, the, the chair of our African-American caucus for the Democratic Party of Georgia is, is very active in the CME church. And we had our weekly meetings. We had weekly meetings um, just to discuss the election and anything that we needed to do for the runoff. And she mentioned that there was a Catholics for Biden group and a Catholic group that was working to uh, help out with the runoff. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm Catholic because I think a lot of us here, um, they, there's not a lot of talk about 
um, social issues or, or political issues within the church. And so sometimes you feel like you're alone or you're in a silo. And so that just piqued my interest. And so I joined into a Zoom call and started doing the uh, prayers. We started having a prayer uh, for nine days before the runoff election and just got a chance to meet all of the great people um, that were working there. Um, I have, I'm actually a state committee member for the Democratic Party of Georgia. I'm a post seat holder in my county. And so um, I had been involved um, for a while, but, but kind of ever involved as a Catholic group, you know, and understanding that there were others that had the same mindset as me and that we can get together and, and build a coalition and build awareness. And I think that as other people realize, yes, there are people that have the same um, mindset as me, hopefully we can get some more folks together. So we are actually starting, we just got the email starting the uh, Catholics uh, for the common good here in Georgia so that we can continue the work because really, yes, we have feel like a weight has been lifted off of us and we, we did some great, great work, but there's still a lot of work to be done. This year we have local elections, municipal elections, and then obviously in 2022 we have our state and also um, our, our our congressional elections going. So really, it's it's a it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint. And we have to keep our foot on the pedal. Um, don't put anything on the gas. This is an ongoing process that we have to keep people engaged, keep people working. Um, you know, what we did was basically just, you know, meeting people where they are, knocking on doors, waving signs, making phone calls, sending text messages, and really getting the word out that um, your vote does count and your vote can make a difference. Now, Tanya, what is very interesting is, uh, first of all, I was surprised when you said you were knocking on doors. So you guys <laughs> did go out with your masks on. And you were knocking on doors and talking to people. Yes, I actually served as the regional coordinator for my county here in Cobb County for the Working Families Party. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a cucumber. Poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber. Signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Touch-free QR code payments. Shop safe with PayPal. So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen, Make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the Stretch and Flex smoothie and tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Party. Mm -hmm. We're actually a, a, a party that's... Oh, I know who they are. In fact, I know the, yes. the, the, the guy who yes. runs it out of uh, New York. Yes, Maurice. yes. Maurice, yeah. Yes, we had a call with him. Yeah, it's a big, they, they do have different silos of parties in New York where you can vote for a candidate on the Working Families Party or on the Democrat Party, et cetera. We don't really have that here in Georgia. It's pretty much Republican or Democrat. Right. They're really trying to build that coalition here in Georgia and get the word out. And so we were out there um, as regional coordinator. I had a group of maybe about 10 to 15 paid canvassers um, that were out in my county and we had coordinators for each county in each area across the state that was actually, yeah, putting on the masks, 
putting putting the uh, the the sanitation sanitizer on their hands and standing back six feet and talking to people at the doors about our endorsed candidates, which were uh, Raphael Warnock, and we also had a statewide public utilities commissioner uh, race that was uh, here in Georgia. And then also obviously making sure that they voted down the ticket um, and getting that done. Before I get into a, a few social issues, let me ask uh, Patrick this. Patrick, I, I think uh, this, this symbiotic relationship between these Catholic organizations across the board, you're gonna maintain that relationship uh, to elect people throughout the country, is that correct? Yes, so, so our goal is the folks that were part of the Catholic for Biden uh, campaign is to build a Catholic organization um, like we're doing in Georgia, we work with the Georgia folks on, and, and states across the country. Um, you know, I don't like to use the term progressive conservative, but it would be more of a progressive Catholics. And part of it, and I think Tanya really hit, hit the nail on the head to use a really um, um, torn, uh, well-used analogy. Um, when she said that part of the goal was to just let Catholics know that there's other Catholics that think like her, think like me. Um, for a lot of Catholics, and that was part of our Catholics for Biden campaign, was just to give Catholic permission to say, yes, I can vote for the Democrats. There are other issues. Not that abortion is not an important issue. It's an issue we need to have discussions about, but it's not the only issue. There are other issues like racism, like immigration, like the climate that are equally as important. And it's okay for Catholics to come together and talk about all of these issues and vote based on your conscience. That's clearly what Pope Francis teaches us. It's what a number of the bishops like my friend John Stowe in Kentucky has, has written and talked about. So our goal going forward is to build that organization for the 2022 and 2024 election so that we have Catholics for Common Good groups in every all 50 states. And then, you know, as part of the work I've done with Vote Common Good, I'm still involved with them. They're doing the same work on with the evangelical communities. And we're working, we're doing this collaboratively with Catholic and evangelicals to build a new faith organization that understands social justice and works in social justice. You know, um, whenever you, whenever, it's funny because uh, you're talking about Catholic organizations and Catholic, or, one of the things, the tenets of the Catholic faith is, yes, they, they pretty much, uh, the tenet is that sort of anti-abortion. Uh, and interestingly, what I find is that uh, many of those who just take that stance, and I, I don't take a stance, I'm not a woman, I don't take that a stance on that mm -hmm. at all. Uh, but that said, it's amazing that there's so much interest placed in the woman's womb and so little placed on the what comes out of the womb and the development of what comes out of the womb thereafter. And, and, and I, I hope, I trust that when you're given your Catholic message, that that is actually a part of it as well, because there's so much emphasis on the womb and so little emphasis on the infrastructure that's needed to develop what comes out of the womb. But you know, and let me just comment on that because um, I've written about that. I've written mm -hmm. a number of pieces, and you know, we could have another discussion just about that at another right. time. But the issue on abortion is that, in, you know, and I understand uh, my perspective, other people's perspectives uh, who may think it's wrong, but we're not doing anything to end abortion or to reduce the number of abortions. The funding plan parenthood, the only thing the funding plan parenthood is going to do is going to do two things it's going to take away health care for poor women, and it's going to increase the abortion rate because it'll take away birth control for poor right. women. 
And so let's have a discussion about what, how we can reduce the number of abortions. What are some of the steps we can take? And that means taking care of children after they're born. That means having good family leave policies. So when women do have babies, they don't have to rush back to work so they can pay the bills. Um, having uh, family leave policies so men can stay home. I actually was a stay-at-home dad for a couple of years, taking care of my children. Let's start to develop those programs that will help reduce the number of abortions. That's Patrick, a discussion we should be having on abortion. Patrick, uh, you're, you're absolutely right. You and I can discuss what happens after, uh, after that baby exits the womb. But Tanya and, and the others who yes. carry the baby yes, are the ones absolutely. who discuss what happens in the womb because we don't yes. have much, much place there. Now, Tanya, uh, I agree tell, with you. Yes. Yeah, Tanya, now tell me a little bit about um, your feeling. Now, this is more on a personal level because I remember when Barack Obama got elected. It's not that, it's, it's not that black people or Latinos or whatever don't have self-confidence in, in that they are just as worthy, but just seeing people elevated to positions they weren't there before, I remember for Barack Obama what it did for me. And I was never a shy person, but I remember <laughs> what it did for me. What did seeing uh, Warnock do for you? What did seeing another ethnicity as well, let's say um, uh, Asaf, do for you? Um, I just think it was great because I think it also is, we were there, you know, we were at these events, you know, when I actually ran for office last year as well for state Senate here in Georgia. And so several um, events that I attended locally in my county, I'd end up sitting next to John Ossoff. And so see each other, we'd be like, we got to keep stop meeting like this, you know, <laughs> that, that personal interaction with them. I worked with on the Warnock campaign. Um, and really got to get, you know, intimate with the, the, the details of working on a campaign. So I think it, it gives it a, a different twist when you actually see all the work that you've done and those people winning. And the fact that now in 2021 or 2020, um, we're still having firsts, um, like our first woman, African-American, Asian, uh, Indian uh, vice president, um, <clears throat> have a lot of work to do. Yes, we can celebrate and, and definitely be excited and be happy um, for these um, accomplishments. But because we're still having firsts here in the 21st century, that means we have a lot of work to do. I have a 13-year-old daughter. So she was born in 2007, which means all she really knew was Barack Obama. Obama yes. Years old. And we were looking, sitting, watching a show or something. And he came on the TV and she goes, oh, that's Obama. You know, and she was two yeah. years old. And then to go from that to having the president that we just had four years ago, I think it was really a, a culture shock for her because that's all she really knew. Right. But going through this process and seeing the work that I was doing, and she was out with me too sometimes doing this stuff, and oh, she cannot vote. She said to me, Mom, I really see now what voting means, and I cannot mm -hmm. wait. I turn 18. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. 
Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Breaking up is hard to do, but when it comes to your wireless carrier, you should have left a while ago. You're over the big three carriers. You deserve better. Xfinity Mobile. Now you can get unlimited with 5G included for just $30 a month on the nation's fastest, most reliable network. So break free from the big three and save with Xfinity Mobile. Take the savings challenge at XfinityMobile.com slash MySavings to see how much you can save when you get Xfinity Mobile and Internet together. Reduced speeds at 20 gigabytes per line. Most reliable based on Root Metrics U.S. report. Results vary, not an endorsement. Um, and so she, you saw a, a Kamala Harris get elected. You saw Reverend Warnock, first black senator. Uh, um, uh, John Ossoff, first Jewish senator. And then even also to see the appointed first Hispanic senator in California and see the three of them standing together being sworn in. It's momentous, it really is. And I must add that Joe Biden himself is a Catholic president. Right. Second Catholic president. I think the first one since Kennedy, right? Kennedy, yeah, Kennedy was the yes. first and he's the second. And he's also our first Syracuse alumni. To- <laughs> he graduated and, from Syracuse Law School. So I had to the oldest man and, my orange. <laughs> and the oldest man out there to have and, uh, become president, which is a good thing. And, you know, and, and collective. So which is a which is a good thing. One one last question uh, to you before I ask you what I didn't ask. And that is um, Stacey Abrams. Yes. That's all I'm going to say. You go from there. <laughs> awesome. She is the example of what taking a, for lack of a better word, a, a, a defeat or a setback mm-hmm. and setting up for a comeback. Okay? So is she going to run for governor? I'm not saying about governor. I'm talking about the work that she's done. I know. But I'm saying, I, you know, I don't I know. Think, <laughs> I, I, think, I hope she I, does. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> I think um, one of the reasons, you know, I don't think she got her due for the win, for the two wins, for the two senatorial wins. Uh, and I think many times I've seen, I've done it on my show and many others have seen, made many women on MSNBC and CNN have seen made the corrections to make people understand. It isn't that Trump was so bad that we lost. It was mm-hmm. that Basically. you all. Yes. The Tanya Robinsons, the Patrick Carolins were so good. That is yeah. why they yeah. want so we all America. Let me tell you something. Let, let me do a little preaching here. America owes a debt to guys like you all because no. you all saved America. I'm telling you, people don't look at it that way. When we didn't have the Senate, we knew one thing. That we knew what was going to come out of Congress. Nothing. Nothing. We still don't know what's going to come out of Congress. But because you all are there. We know that y'all can effect change in this particular Congress. So from politics done right and all our people, I want to thank you all. So before I go, however, I, and, and Patrick should know this. So I hope you're prepared, Patrick. I always <laughs> ask a special question and I'm going to ask him first. What didn't I ask you that you wished I had asked you? Um, well, you didn't ask me about like, who's going to win the Super Bowl. But uh, well, you can, you can add that to the answer, Patrick. You right. know. <laughs> but I think, um, you know, and let me just, uh, before I answer your question, let me just say how grateful I am to Stacey Abrams and how she inspired all of us to go forward and, and to do, and, and also taught us how it can be done. Um, I mean, Georgia is such a special case because nobody thought Georgia, nobody thought Joe Biden could win Georgia. 
Absolutely not. Even leading up to the election, nobody thought Joe Biden was going to win Georgia. Nobody thought those two people were going to win the Senate seats in Georgia. And Stacey Abrams is the one who we followed in her footsteps. I'm just, you know, and, and to go through what she went through and lose her election um, and then to just pick herself up and go back out and fight again. Um, and so, uh, you know, I, I, want, I just want to make sure that people understand that's the model we have to do um, going forward. I, th I think the question that, that we all have to ask ourselves is, and particularly as a Catholic leader and an activist, um, what is it, what does my faith mean to me? You know, and, and what can I do as a Catholic going forward so that, that our faith does really mean something? that the message that Jesus taught us about justice and about peace is actually a meaningful message. It's not just some words on a paper that we say on Sunday mornings at church. It's something that we live our lives and our lives are centered on. That's what we have to be going forward with. Um, and that's what you know. our plan is with Catholics um, for Common Good is how do we take that message for Jesus that Jesus taught us that you know, as part of the Franciscan family, it's the message that St. Francis of Assisi lived going forward to bring about the change that is necessary. I wrote a piece recently um, about people talk about, um, you know, we can't wait to get back to normal. And I wrote a piece that said, we don't want to go back to normal. Normal wasn't good. Here's why normal wasn't good. We need to be out there creating a new normal. And that's what we have to start working to do. Not at the election's over, we got to start going forward, creating a new normal. That's a normal that embraces everyone, cares for everyone, that we're, we're all brothers and sisters. So that's my preaching. And Patrick, that is the reason why you are on Politics Done Right so Thank many you. times, because that inspiration is what America needs to hear. Same question for you, Tanya. What question? I think um, now that more into the local mode this year. Um, what local issues, um, specifically here in Georgia, um, do we need to tackle? Um, and I think um, in starting our group, uh, Catholics for the Common Good here in Georgia, I think what we really want to do is back um, candidates and, and folks that believe in we and not me. Um, here in Georgia, we have the worst, and if we want to talk about and pivot off of abortion and talk about having babies, we have the worst mater Black maternal mortality rate in the country, worse than some third world nations. And I'm actually also a member of um, Delta Sigma Theta. We're actually putting on a, a program in April during Black Maternal Mortality Week to bring this to light to a lot of women that are ch of childbearing age. Why do we have this? because many women in the state of Georgia, and we're very, uh, I think, spoiled living in Metro Atlanta, but we have to realize that Georgia is a lot more than Metro Atlanta. And there are counties that don't even have one doctor or one OBGYN in the whole county. Why? Because our state legislature does not want to expand the Affordable Health Care Act and provide Medicaid and Medicare to these places so that doctors can open up clinics and things like that. We have an issue with, with broadband and, and internet access in our state. Um, and that was the reason why we wanted to elect our first African-American Democrat statewide elected public service commissioner, amongst other things in our environment. But to offer this, because we see in this COVID world that kids are at home, you know, and they don't have access to get the 
the, the, the uh, instruction that they need because they don't have access to quality broadband. Um, we have a lot, we have legislators now that are trying to restrict our votes now because we won, because mm -hmm. we split, the, the, they're trying to take away our drop boxes. Yes, they are. We can't do uh, absentee voting. So there's a lot of work that we want to do this year um, to bring forth, um, you know, the ideals and the principles that we believe as Catholics and we believe as believers that is for the we and not the me. Patrick. Carolyn, Tanya Robinson, thank you so kindly for having appeared on Politics Done Right. It was my honor to have both of you here. Thank you. Thank you. It's always a pleasure to be with you. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join. When you rely on the internet for everything, you need speed that can handle anything. And now Xfinity delivers Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. Check out our amazing offers on internet and learn about the latest breakthrough from Xfinity. Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. That's more than enough speed to power all your devices and then some. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig speed and compatible X5 gateway. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.